Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Yo, what's happening, Rush Nation? Uh, almost week 16, we still have, believe it or not, four games after the postponements of uh, the weekend with these COVID uh, hit games. So uh, there's still a lot of outcomes to be determined in leagues, uh, but I think a lot of you have a good idea if you're going to be playing next week or not in a semi-final. And we're approximately 14 days away, although we don't know yet uh, for sure, days away from um, the end of the fantasy football season. So it's really... <laughs> You know, counting the days now, there's lots of football still to be played, and luckily there's a lot of football still to watch, and it's going to be on most days now. Um, we got games on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday this week, and then the following Monday. So there's a lot of games on. Um, wait and see if, if COVID continues to affect games. I know it's been a challenge, and I know this has been one of the hardest weeks of fantasy football to manage, but... We have to continue, and we continue with our wave wire for week 16. I was actually speaking to some of the patrons, asking how useful this would be. The answer was not overly. Most teams kind of are where they are right now. Um, so maybe some of these names are only just sort of bench uh, considerations more than actual starters. But a lot of the names are names I said last week, um, believe it or not, because they're the ones that delivered. and. They're the ones that will, I think, continue to deliver, at least uh, in the circumstances that they're in. So we're going to get through this. Again, as I sort of said last week, no point talking about fab. There's not much fab left unless you haven't spent any, and then in which case you've got more than everyone else, and you can just use it all to get all these players. Um, so it's hard to obviously judge for right now how, people, how much fab people got. I know most people are kind of down to 10 or less bucks if they play in a $100 league. Um, so who knows? But at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, so I'm going to leave the fab off. I'm just going to talk about picks. And um, I would just say with any of these guys, I would say the running backs, the wide receivers, just empty a clip, pick a guy you like and just uh, just empty it or spread it across and try and get a couple of these folks. Um, the quarterback, the, the tight end, uh, the um, DST, not so much. Maybe not the kicker, or I, I quite like him. Um, I've talked about him quite a bit. So... Um, in previous podcasts, so it's there for you to, to use and to think about. So anyway, let's let's get straight into it. 
Um, first quarterback uh, of the week is Jimmy Garoppolo. I talked about him last week. He is 19.8% owned. He has Tennessee week 16. Didn't have the best game on Sunday. Um, but I do think he still remains a relatively low floor play or high floor play. Uh, and then he only got 13, 14 points this week, which is a little lower than we kind of expected. But typically he plays uh, pretty well. And I expect over the next two games, he'll return back to those sort of 16 to 18 numbers. He's a low floor, a low ceiling play. He doesn't, he's not going to give you like a really high, like 22, 24 point play. But at this point, you're looking just to add someone who doesn't, who, if your quarterback goes down with COVID or an injury, you need to have someone to play. Unfortunately for me, given the remaining schedule, he's probably the best of, of what's left. Um, if you don't want to go that way and understand you want to try and find a high uh, ceiling play, maybe just for this week and punt that problem until next week, Matt Ryan would be that man. He's 28.9% owned. Here's Detroit in week 16. And I do think that. Matt Ryan will outscore Jimmy G this week. It is the Lions. The Lions play really well. You know, they, they did really well to beat Arizona the last three weeks. They've really clicked into gear. They're really doing a good job. Um, but Matt Ryan was, was pretty good against the 49ers. You know, he picked up 17-ish points. And I do think he's got that realm to go a little bit higher as well. So I do think Matt Ryan is, is a 20-point push this week if things sort of click a little bit into gear. Uh, with them this week so that's something to keep an eye on uh, running backs uh got a couple of newish faces or they wanted to talk about last week which was craig reynolds he's 3.1 percent owned and he had himself a game 26 rushes for 112 yards plus a reception for five yards didn't find the end zone but didn't need to um but his at this point he's definitely a, a must add but his entire week 16 usability is going to be down to whether or not he is going to get the work. And that's what we've got to kind of wait and see. Um, so I do think we're going to have to wait and see a little bit on, on him. Um, most just on to Swift and, and Jamal Williams. But what they have proven is that Jamal Williams uh, and and Swift don't need to be rushed back. You know. Craig Reynolds can hold the fort. He can do the job. He will be fine. So I like Craig Reynolds uh, for this week. Uh, I think he should get some work. I think he should stay in the role he's in. But I guess we will know more as the week progresses. So he's one to keep an eye on, but definitely one I would like on my bench, if nothing else. The other one is Ronald Jones. So Ronald Jones is 23.2% owned. And he looked pretty good when he came into the game yesterday. It's hard to say that about many Tampa offensive players, but, you know, he rushed uh, rushed 63 yards off eight carries in, in a half. He's not going to get a huge workload. I mean, he's not going to get 20 touches, but it, Fournette went down. Uh, he didn't come out for the second half, or I think he came out for the beginning of the second half. And you're looking at Fournette thinking, okay, he's got hamstring injury. injury. He's had hamstring injuries before. His chances are that he's not going to play Sunday, which would make Jones the next man up. I wouldn't be projecting this high ceiling that Fournette has, um, but I do think he's startable next week if he gets the role that I would expect him to have, which is around about 16 to 18 touches. So I do think he's startable. He does have this home run threat. That's what people forget about Ronald Jones. He is the man, if he gets clear, he could put up a big touchdown. Uh, he did it against Carolina last year, 98-yard touchdown. He has that in his locker. If he's given the opportunities and the carries, 
the, the problem with Ronald Jones is for every breakaway big run he has, he does tend to have some where he doesn't find the hole. But if you can get those 16, 18 touches, he breaks one or two of them away, you know, he could have a decent day. And I'd be willing to gamble on him in a starting spot for sure, especially over the likes of some of these players that we've got now, like uh, Aaron Jones right now, who's just not, he's not going to deliver these big numbers that people kind of think he is. Um, so if you've got injuries, you've got troubles. You know, Ronald Jones, it's not a bad bet to gamble on to try and get it into the playoff finals with. Wide receiver, this is far more set for me. Two guys I mentioned last week, and they absolutely delivered. Gabriel Davis, 12.2% owned. I mean, he went 585 and 2. I mean, absolute brilliant performance. Uh, waited last year, right? He just went off towards the end of the season, and uh, he's doing it again this year. Harder game this week against the Patriots. Don't expect that kind of stat line, but I do think he's going to get red zone looks. He's going to get those seven, eight targets, and that makes him more than an interesting play moving forward. So I really like um I really like Gabe Davis moving forward, as well as Amorato Brown. He's sort of like the, the ace in the pack, really. And he's got a great matchup against Atlanta. Uh, 891. He got five rushing yards as well. Um, his last three weeks in fantasy football, PPR scoring 24.8, 15.3, 23.5. And he is the Lions wide receiver one. They're playing hard. They could have sealed the one pick. They decided not to do that. And they're playing hard for their coach right now to try and give him another year in Detroit. And I think he should. I think he's probably earned it, given what he's done over the last few weeks with a very talented fishing squad. I don't really know what to call them. Um, But I'm around for St. Brown. He's definitely the one there. And I think he's a brilliant player. And I think he's one that I would definitely want on all my rosters if available and still out there. And only 24% owned is is almost criminal after the three weeks he has had. I think over those three weeks, I think he's got to be in the top five of uh, fantasy football points. In fact, I'm just going to look that up for you because I'm actually curious. If I look at just his last three weeks, why is he in total points? Um, as, I, as I'm looking for it, I'm going to tell you about tight end. It's James O'Shaughnessy. He's 1% owned. Um, it's purely to pick a tight end. Like I'm, I don't mean to be horrible, but it's a case of it's purely to pick a, a tight end. There isn't anyone I would really want uh, there going forward, but just because I think it's such a difficult. Um, it, it, this 19 players are over 30% owned. I have to pick someone, and uh, as a result, it has to be him. And just at this moment in time, he's getting four or five targets, which makes him, I don't want to say relevant, um, but of everyone remaining. He's the one that I think can have a 10-point game, and that's all I'm looking for. Um, but the problem with the Titan position now is there's just not that many good guys. And because there's not that many good guys, you're left in this terrible situation now where you're having to kind of gamble on just someone if you have to pick someone up at all. And there just isn't anyone worth picking up. There just isn't. Um, you should have done it sooner. I urge people to to get on that train sooner and fingers crossed you did. And if you did, then I'm glad you've got someone else. If you didn't, then yeah, you're going to have to pick. You're going to have to pick him. You're going to have to pick James Assurance because there's no one else. Everyone else behind him is terrible. Um, I've just been looking up and you probably see my eyes rolling. Uh, see where uh, Amorasi Brown is over the last uh, three weeks in fantasy football. He is in fact the wide receiver one. It does have Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson to go uh, to catch him up. 
two because if Devontae out, no, Devontae had point two in there. Yeah, no, so he's, he's going to be at least top three. Uh, and maybe Hunter Renfro might catch him. So could be, he's still going to be top five, given how it's been better. Right now, number one fantasy football over the last three weeks, go get Alvin Rasay Brown. You have to get him, but that's the best option out there. But I wouldn't be surprised if you said, no thanks, I'll just take my chances. I probably would too. Um, kicker, um, surprised by this one, is uh, Evan McPherson. So I didn't have him last week because he was over 30% owned. But his ownership dropped by almost 3% this week. He's now 29.5% owned. I would add Evan McPherson, uh, kicker four in a week. He's having a brilliant season. Uh, he showed me that long leg, how good he is. I've talked about him many times. I'm not going to spend many more minutes talking about how good he is. I, I, you know, he's got that long leg. He can kick long. He's pretty accurate. Come through some adversity. Yeah. And he's on a good offense. So Evan McPherson for me. DST is the New York Jets. They're less than 3% owned. They're 2.4% owned, actually. But they have Jacksonville. I shouldn't have picked Jacksonville last week. I kind of knew it saying it like they fall through. But Jacksonville have incentivized to lose now. They're in the number one pick. They don't have a head coach playing for his job because he's gone. So they're incentivized to get this number one pick. And that means, and maybe Trevor Lawrence isn't incentivized, but he, they're not going to prepare him as much as they normally would. They're just a fact now. Uh, they're going to write the, this season off. They're going to get the one pick. They're going to get him a weapon or a tool or something that's going to help him in that draft, probably with that number one pick. I don't know what direction they're going yet, but they're going to get it. There's no way that they're going to win either their next two games. They're not going to want to. They got nothing to play for, and that just means for me that I can see them benching Trevor. I can see them doing what they want to do, and I just fancy turnovers in this game. And I think the Jets, who look pretty good against the Dolphins on Sunday, I think they'll capitalise. I think they're playing for their coach. They're trying to create results. They're not in the market for the number one pick. They know they're going to get a top five pick, whether that's four or five. I don't think to them it matters. I think they're just going to keep playing, and so I think they're going to win this game, and I think they'll get some. Uh, turnovers but that will do it for the wave wire podcast you can join me in a bit i'll be on with dan we'll do the flagship show uh and go over some uh, week 15 week 16 stuff and we um get you ready for the semi-finals and playoffs but uh, as always rush nation good luck this week um look forward to hearing from you on the flagship show uh, but as always take it easy don't forget HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.